coming in hot, hot, hot. Lisa shares her financial tips and strategies to build wealth, have fun with finances, and be debt-free without having a restrictive budget. From bankrupt to millionaire, Lisa knows what it's like to feel as if you're living paycheck to paycheck. Her unconventional money multiplier system is the very wealth protocol that enabled her to retire two and a half years early, pay down $100,000 of debt in six months, and move to her dream home at the beach. Hey, 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 welcome to this episode of I Date Money. I'm Lisa Jenin, your wealth activator, and today we're talking about cash flowing, dating money, you know, you start speed dating money, and then you start like moving up into that relationship until you partner with money so that money works for you. You're not working for it. Today, we have an awesome guest. Cheryl Lynn is a 30-year veteran in direct sales, a mompreneur, and an Amazon best-selling author. Her and her daughter also do retreats internationally. She's going to be sharing a little bit about the next retreat she has coming up in France. Thank you so much for being here, Cheryl Lynn. I'm excited to hear your your money story and the roller coaster ride that you've had. Can you tell us how how old? What's your youngest, your earliest memory when you first met money? Okay, well, thanks for having me, Lisa. It's it's my pleasure. My earliest memory with money. Oh my gosh, I feel like. I have this love, I have had this love-hate relationship with money. And um, my earliest memory is probably my dad went on a, a tour of duty trip. He worked for the Air Force. He was a civilian. And we were so poor that he took all of the, the flight, the money for his flight, and piled us all in a van and made it a family vacation. We had to park in a church parking lot uh, because they have outdoor like plugs for their yard equipment and stuff. And then so we, we could plug in there and we had a family vacation in a parking lot in a van for a week while my dad attended seminars for the Air Force. So I just remember thinking, no. <laughs> was it down by the river? <laughs> no. Was it the van down by the river? <laughs> I wish, right? That might have been tolerable. <laughs> I just thought I just I don't want to live like this, you know. I just don't want this to be the way that I vacation. I was probably 10. I can't remember much before that because money just isn't really I don't I think with with younger kids, if you're if you're being fed, you know, and you have a bed, which I did, and clothes to wear money really doesn't, you have no concept of it. Yeah. And a lot of times we grow up with not even learning about finances and what we, what we learn, we catch from what our parents are doing. So that Mm -hmm. vacation obviously made a huge impact on you. I take it. You don't like camping. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't. Maybe that's why I absolutely do not. No form of camping. Yeah. Yeah. No, not for you. (laughs) No, no going down by the river in a van either. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. And my family gives me grief over it. They're all like outdoorsy camping people. I'll go on a good hike, but no, I'm not camping. That's probably where it stems from. Yeah, I would imagine. So that's funny. And you had talked pre-show about, you know, getting a job, babysitting. When you received that money, how did it make you feel knowing that, wow, I got to earn this. It's mine. Well, um, our family struggled so much financially that I started babysitting when I was about 12. And I was required at 12, from 12 until I left home 
to provide myself with all of my own clothing and other like necessities that I had spending money. So, you know, I look at my kids now when they go get their first job, like it's so thrilling because they get to keep all that money and we, we take care of all of their other needs. And so that money really is just like fun money, whatever they want to do with it. Maybe they, maybe we make them put gas in their car, you know, and all of that, but uh, that was not my experience. So that I, I had to have that money to survive. And my friends were constantly upset with me because I would take a babysitting job over anything, you know, any day of the week. And I, while they were off having fun, I was generally just really worried about making sure that I was earning enough money. Oh, that's young. I started babysitting at 11 to, I had to buy my own school clothes and school supplies. Yep. Same, same. Oh, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, you know what? It made us, it made me a very good earner. Like uh, my husband calls me the cash cow because um, <laughs> I am very good at working and I am very good at self-regulating myself to earn the money that I need to. But still, I think I am a little bit worried all the time about having enough and it, and enough is never enough for me. Yeah. And I see that a lot. I mean, I've been in finances since 1987 and one of the finances and insurance. And one of the things I always saw, like, regardless of the, the job that person had their class where, you know, whatever their background was, everyone had that same belief. Will there be enough? You know, and there's so much out there about planning for your future and saving and investing and all of the things it can be really confusing. And when you think about like, Will there be enough? And will I want more? It's almost like that hunger. And I like to say, like, if if you could want to save money the same way that you want to spend money, just think about how much more money you would have. But it's not all about just saving or spending. It's having that balance. And wealth is all about that mindset. It's not just about the numbers on the paper because money doesn't want to be numbers, right? It wants to be crushed on and loved on. And one of the idioms I grew up with was, money goes where money is. And I'd always be like, I want to be where money is. And so I strive to make that happen. And that sounds similar to what you did when you were thinking about, did you, did you ever feel like you were in hustle mode wanting to have all this money? Oh my gosh. Yes. You know what? I, I uh, got a degree. I'm a, I'm the fourth of six children. That was the first one to graduate from high school and the first and the only one to get a college degree. Mm-hmm. And then I made the brilliant choice of going on and becoming a school teacher. And I'm not saying I'm not knocking being a school teacher, but there's no wealth there. There's no money there. And my husband then decided to become a school teacher. And we really, really struggled financially. And I thought, oh my gosh, I'm back where I was like growing up. And so I lasted two years and then I, I became self-employed and I became obsessed with hustling and making money and not being poor. I just, I did not want that experience for my children in such a, I mean, I was so obsessed with it that I actually neglected them for the good first year or two of my business. The TV was their babysitter. I was propping a bottle up for my son to eat so I could just work, 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 work. Yes, I made, I made six figures in my first year because I was so driven of with fear of being poor. And finally, one day I just thought I cannot continue an 80 hour work week because my children, really my family, they really are my greatest source of joy and everything I do, I do for them. And I just thought this is serving no one. And, you know, that's probably been about 20 years ago. And when I figured out that the hustle culture 
is toxic and it is not anything that an entrepreneur should strive for. But the rest of the world has been a little bit slow in figuring that out. But it's really, it's not, I don't see it as much now. I don't see, I see people now trying to figure out how to make more money in less time. And that's, that's what I want to do. But like you said, it, 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 what you said was profound because it is in the saving and the building of wealth that we will, we will make more money in less time. And you know what else? I'm 53 years old. I'm not going to be able to show up to my job. I don't have a nine to five, but my business is still my job. I don't have, I'm not going to have that privilege forever. So once I stop, if I haven't built wealth and saved money, um, the money will be gone and I will still have, you know, 15, 20 years left on my life. Yeah. And it gets to be to the point where it's like, wait a minute, I need to do something differently. So now that you have that realization, what will change for you? Well, I've, I had to make a decision that I can do this, that I can do this. And I, I'm just so grateful that I came here with you today and just heard you say, if you wanted to save money as bad as you wanted to make it and spend it, you would build wealth. You would be wealthy. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's, I think where I'm going to put my focus is changing my mind about saving everything, you know, all of our successes here between our ears, I'm going to change my mind about it. I have taken some really good steps where, like you said, I separated last year, I separated my business from my personal money. I actually own four companies. And so I had to go get four bank accounts Mm-hmm. For each company, I have to carry around four cards and I have to think about what company should buy this, where, what company should spend this, you know, where it should come from. That has been, I thought that would be more daunting than it was. So I've avoided it, mm-hmm. but it's actually very organized and very freeing and it's going to make tax time so awesome. So those are my changes for this year is the next thing that I need to do is start building wealth, not just making money and spending it and having a great time. And we have had a great time. We've been all over the world this year. We, you know, I have a brand new kitchen and, you know, we've just done, we've written books, started companies, you know, all these things that take huge amounts of money. We've been able to do it. But if you looked at my bank account right now, you would not know that I I have earned, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars this year. You just, what you wouldn't even know. So, yeah. Well, thank you so for sharing all that personal information. I love it. The a lot of ladies listening, tuning in are in the same boat. You know, they've made multiple six, seven figures and everything. It's it's like money's a sieve. It goes through one hand into I'm just out, it's gone. And they look at their accounts and the money that's there is totally allocated for for their operating expenses. And I love that you've enjoyed your money and you've been traveling and you got the beautiful kitchen and really have like, it's so important to have that fun money and to enjoy it. Because if we're always just saving or if we're always just hustling or we're always just investing back into our companies, it gets to be, it creates that loneliness, that sense of I'm not doing enough. Can I do more? Like, it's almost like you're trying to fill a void So you keep going after the shiny objects. It's like, what can I do more, right? So when you think about that, um, managing four companies is huge. I love that you're like this high achiever, go-getter, you're an author, you're doing all these beautiful things, creating this ripple effect. If you could give your younger self advice about where you are at today, 
what would you tell her? Oh my gosh, I would have, I would have started a side business. I probably would not have gone to college, but in my day at that age, that's what everybody did who wanted to be successful. There were no other really avenues to create wealth. There were a few, but not like there is now. And I, my, I would at least have started my own business much sooner. And I would have started investing and saving for the future much sooner. Luckily for me, I'm married to a man who has a good retirement plan and we have been paying into it. So I have some security there, but I haven't done a thing and I'm 53. I mean, think what I could have built Mm -hmm. with even just, I was just looking at something the other day, you know, even just $10 a week into, into an investment investment account over 30 or 40 years. Just think, think what wealth I could have built, but you know, the best time to plant a tree is 10 years ago. And the second best time is today. So (laughs) we're stopping. It's so true today. (laughs) It is so true. I know I like to tell my clients, especially the younger ones, if you saved a hundred dollars a month and by the time, you know, at 20 years old, by the time you hit 60, you'll be, you'll have over a million dollars and interest rates right now are so, so generous, but even like Roth and a Roth IRA is like my go-to. If you can't save any money, you know, you're tied or whatever, saving into a Roth IRA is such a great, in the United States is such a great way to invest you know, and because they cap it, it's, it's a beautiful investment. And they started those back in 1998. So I, I love a Roth IRA tax, you know, you get it tax-free when you get ready to take it out and you have that little nest egg. And I was talking to one of my clients yesterday and she's like, I'm retiring in seven years and I'm just going to live off the interest of this investment that we set up. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I love the plan, you know, but yes, saying, so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. I had a guest on the, um, we recorded the show last night. He is a, a financial investor and he loves to invest in real estate. And he's all about, you know, being steady and slow. Like there's no get rich quick scheme. And a lot of the, you know, you'll hear a lot of the stuff. So see a lot of the stuff on the internet where, oh, make, you know, six figures in six weeks. No, you're not going to make six figures in six weeks. I'm sorry. You, you need to, you know, even if you do make that much money, if you don't have a plan for it, if you don't know what the purpose is, it's going to be gone, right? Because if you don't know why you want to earn this money and then what you're going to do with it, it's like, forget it. It's it's just going to, it's going to be like that sib going through your fingers. So having a plan, I like to call it my wealth activation roadmap is so important. And it's awesome to connect with guests who feel the same way to, yes, we're going to invest. We're going to have fun with our money. We're going to, you know, create that reciprocal energy of giving and receiving. When you think about your, um, I'm intrigued about your four businesses with the four different bank accounts. I'm guessing that's for like you have your set, you have your little bucket set up for your taxes, for your operating expenses. What's the most challenging thing about managing four different bank accounts, four different businesses? Oh, geez. I, I think for me, I'm a very right-brained person. And in the beginning, well, I'll, I'll tell you a story. Like we, we just traveled to a direct sales conference. So I have um, my own business set up for that with my own business account. I needed to use the money in that account for that. And when I got to the hotel, so I booked these rooms last year before I started this whole system. So when I got there, I said, I don't want you to charge on file because 
it was, that was my personal account. I said, I want you to use this one. They're like, okay. So they took it and still charged my personal account. So when, when other people kind of get in there and make, make a mess, it makes me just want to throw myself down all the stairs. Like that was a little bit of a stumble, but it just makes me want to just like give up on the whole thing. Cause now my accountant is going to be like, great. It's a mess now because that came out of the wrong place and the business did not pay for it. So now the business is, you know, we're going to have to do some creative, like, mumbo jumbo, you know, like I'm going to have to pay myself for having done something, you know, like it's just going to be crazy. So it's, it's hard for me when the people around me don't understand, you know, what it is I'm trying to do. And I get derailed easily, but probably because I'm getting derailed easily because I'm not a hundred percent sold on the system or I don't have a plan and a purpose. Like you just said, you need a plan and purpose for your money. And I was like, Oh, you should, you should see my book. Like I could show you right now my book. So I list everything I want to be, do, or have all the things I want to spend money on. I even price out exactly what it's going to cost. Oh, wow. And then I go out and uh, for the whole year, and then I go out and I make the money for that. And then I spend it all. So I do have a, a plan and a purpose and it keeps me motivated. Like I'm highly motivated and highly successful because I know what I want to do with my money. However, what I'm not building is safety and security and future wealth. And so like I was telling you prior to this, I have a lot of anxiety surrounding my money because it comes and goes so quickly. Yeah. So I need, I need a plan and a purpose around building wealth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And breaking that cycle of this hustle mode that you're in, you know, like I, I'm going to make all yeah. this, I'm going to do all these things. It's almost like you're driven to spend it because you don't want someone to take it from you. Yes. Yes. Cause that was my, did we, did we share that story? My early, my early experience with uh, living with some living with drug addicts, not of my own choice. I was a child. They were in my house. And yes, if I ever had a babysitting job or got got paid from work, the best thing my parents could have done is help me open up a bank account. But you didn't do that for your kids back in the back in the 70s and 80s. You know, people right. just didn't. But yeah, so that my they were so desperate for my money that they tore up the carpet in my room uh, to find where I had hidden it. So you're right. I'm, I want my money to go towards something meaningful. Mm -hmm. And so I spend it very quickly on the things that I want. So, but I don't, I don't need to do that. And yes, hustling, hustling, hustling to make, 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 make money. And it's funny because I just decided, decided this month that I'm going to work from like eight to 12 every day. And then I'm going to be finished. There's no point in being an entrepreneur if you're working, if you're killing yourself working, you might as well just go get a nine to five where you can have nights and weekends off and major holidays, you know, (laughs) and And, uh, I want to work four days a week and I want to work four hours a day. And I can't do that if I am not building wealth and letting my money Mm -hmm. make money. I'll never be able to do that. So it's funny how what we want sometimes does not support or our behavior sometimes does not support what we want. Yeah. And connecting that our thoughts are the most powerful tool that we have and getting your thoughts aligned with what your desires are, you know, creating that system inside of you. It's from the inside out, like wealth begins from within. 
and what you truly say you want, we go after, right? But that belief system that we have, you know, the money stories that we tell ourselves, what we learned when we were growing up, all play a factor. And I always tell my clients, like, you're going to get triggered. There's, you know, you're going to sit, you and money are going to start dating. You're going to become partners, best friends. You're going to be doing all the things. And then all of a sudden you're going to get a trigger. Something's going to happen and you're going to shut down, right? Yep. This is where the anxiety comes in. And this is where the fret, because we're so good at hiding from those thoughts and those thoughts become our feelings and those feelings give become those actions, which get us the results that we want. And then we stop and we think, oh, I'm going to change my action and that's going to make all the difference, but we can't just change the action. We need to go back further. And that's, you know, that's one of the things I love doing with my clients is, okay, let's get to the root cause. Let's dig it up and let's examine it. Let's tear off the bandit and dive in and change this story and, and get you a new pattern. And it's so beautiful. I love that you're recognizing that because so many women do not recognize it or they're scared to death to even admit that they're in that situation because I can make all this money. I'm the top person. And, you know, we get that imposter syndrome and then that self-sabotage sets in and this whole cycle that we get into and we just, just get out of our own way. Right. And I always like to say that success is not necessarily defined by how much money you're bringing in. It's defined on what your relationship with money is like. And if you could truly say, Hey, money and I are best friends. We're hanging out. We're doing all the things we work through the hard times. That's like the definition of wealth. And it comes from the inside out. So what action steps will you take to help you get over this hurdle that you're in, that you're stuck in? Well, I love, um, I love the concept of thinking, thinking a new thought. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to work on convincing myself in my own little mind that I am terrific with money, that I'm a great wealth builder, that it's fun mm-hmm. to build wealth and that I can provide myself with the kind of life that I desire. Too many of us are walking around pretending to be wealthy because we make a lot of money, but we are actually totally broke between deals, you know, or if you have a nine to five between paychecks, you know, and that's been my experience where I have a lot of nice things and I have done a lot of fun things. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I've provided, I've been very generous with my money with other people, which has made, brought me a lot of joy, mm-hmm. but um, I'm finding myself broke between deals. And so it's just like abundance and lack, abundance and lack. So my, yeah, my next step is to um, work on my own thoughts and my own mindset and start building wealth. I love that. The money will always be there. I'm terrific at making it and we have a good proven system for it. So I don't, I need to relax about the money coming in. I know what to do to make it. And as long as I'm disciplined about doing that, it will, it will be there, but I need to start letting it multiply basically. So tell us more about what you do. You've mentioned your four businesses. You're doing a retreat in France. You're an author. Of course, I I have my direct sales business that I've had for 30 years. I've kind of put that one on autopilot and it just has good, some good residual income 
coming in. And we, my daughter and I do some real estate investing. I find real estate to be probably for me right now, the best place to put my money because the return is so good on it. And if you're careful, it can be um, less risky than other other ventures. You have to be careful. You can get into some big trouble, but we're very, very low risk as far mm-hmm. as what we do. And then we have a company called um, Dear Dreamer mm-hmm. that we started last year and it just turned a profit. It just turned a profit last month. So I was like, oh my gosh, it's a real business. Yeah. So yeah, it took a little bit. It didn't take much money, but it took a little bit of money to get it up and going. And it has finally like generated enough profit to pay itself back. We're not taking a paycheck from that one yet. We're just watching that one. Dear Dreamer is our, uh, my daughter and I, we're both mompreneurs. I'm a grandmapreneur. She gave me a a, a promotion. (laughs) But um, that is something that we have always dreamt of doing. And it's it's mostly directed towards women, Mm -hmm. helping women dream bigger, achieve bigger. We've written books uh, for women. So basically by women for women. One on productivity. My daughter wrote a book on productivity for busy mompreneurs. And I wrote one on setting healthy boundaries. And then I have one with my editor right now on um, how to conceive, believe, and achieve a dream. I don't have a title for it yet. It's so brand, brand new, but that one's about done being editing, edited. We don't make money on our books. They're, they are part of our company, but we we want people to have them for free. And we don't want the cost to be an issue. So at our... Um, at deardreamer.com, people can get all of our books and courses for free and they can learn about our retreats. So we are actually going in September on our first one to London and Cornwall. Wow. We love, we love the, we love the show Poldart and we're going to go see where it was filmed in Cornwall. And we couldn't go to England without taking a trip up to London, because who would come with us if we said we're going to England and we're not going to London. So I've actually been to London, but we're going to go back. But we're taking applications for next year. We're we're taking women on an empowerment retreat to France. So we're not just going on vacation. We have some empowerment activities. They can have private coaching if they desire. We're going, my daughter's a professional photographer, so we'll have private photo shoots. And then of course, we'll be touring and experiencing the culture, but also um, we're being very careful about who we're taking. So we love, um, we would love anybody that is just a good, kind, easygoing, high achieving person that, um, or somebody that's interested in self-improvement or someone that just needs to rest and rejuvenate from their life. You know, that's the kind of tribe we're collecting to go to France with us. And we're hoping that we make some new friends and do, do some good networking. So that's what Dear Dreamer is about. And that's everything. Everything about that is at deardreamer.com. And then you'll like this, Lisa, because you're into you're into money. But we um we did form holding companies this year. Mm-hmm. And so we each have a holding company that actually owns the other companies and it protects us financially and mm-hmm. also helps us to keep more of our money at tax time. So Love that. those are some things that we learned this year mm-hmm. and we're continuing to work on, but that's what we've got our hands in. That's who we are and what we're all about. Beautiful. That sounds really exciting. I know the readers are going to check the link in the show notes, check for the links, get those free books. 
check out and see if the retreat's something that you want to do. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that. So as we part, what words of wisdom would you like to share with everyone? So I just want to, I just want to, I just can't stress enough that as you're going throughout your life, just remember that the only person that you need to please is you. And the only person that you need to compare yourself with is the you from yesterday, not anyone else. Comparison is the thief of joy and worrying about what other people think will never bring you happiness because people will never be 100% happy with your choices. Every choice you make from the shirt you wear today to the business that you start, to the couch that you buy, to the car that you buy, to what you ate for breakfast is going to displease someone and will please someone else. So only seek to please yourself and only compete with yourself. Be better today than you were yesterday. And you will be amazed at what you can achieve just living with that kind of a motto. I love that. That is so beautiful. I got the chills as you were saying that. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here and sharing your beautiful energy. And again, for those tuning in, check the show notes, grab those links for those freebies. And remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it. Hey, 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 thanks for tuning into the show. Give us a five-star review and share it with your friends. Get ready to activate wealth. Be the next millionaire with a simple adjustment of your finances using an energetically aligned money multiplier system. You get to build wealth by partnering with money. It's time to have fun with finances. Pick a date. The link is in the show notes to book your wealth activation call where you will get the one solution to multiply your money. Remember, it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it.